Welcome back to Dealing Together. First caller? I bought three sweaters to get the fourth free. Oh, you got fleeced. Next caller? I traded my old Samsung at AT&T for a new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus and chose my plan. That's not a bad deal. It is not. Our best smartphone deals. Your choice of plan. Learn how to get the new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus with Galaxy AI on us with eligible trade-in. AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Offers vary by device. Subject to change. S24 plus 256 gigabyte offer available for a limited time. Terms and restrictions apply. See att.com slash Samsung for details. It is uh, the D.L. Hughley Show, your indictment, indictment update. update. Uh, listen, uh, first, shout out to everybody that was in uh, Seattle. <laughs> Thank you for coming out. Uh, cute, uh, skip right? it Tacoma. Thank you, Junius. At the super funny uh, comedy club. Thank you for that. This week, I'm going to be at the Improv in Milwaukee, so come check me out. The Funny Bone in Milwaukee. Improv, whatever. It's, Did you get my fish? Uh, that's a weird way to start the week. Well, no, yeah. I'm just saying. At the end of last listen, week, you promised. You, I said... I, Fish no, for I me. didn't promise you anything. I'm kind of sure you did. Okay, well then I'm breaking it. No, I didn't get your damn fish. You should have got them from Memphis. Ugh, Memphis has the rude. finest. Memphis has the finest seaport in the. Shooters. <laughs> 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 well, I mean, you must be wanting some catfish or something, yeah. Yeah. right? And they also have flights, Helena. They have flights. Yep, they do. How was how did Saint Jude treat you? Amazing, fantastic. Did you do anything productive? Of course. I learned a lot. I did a lot of uh, workshops with people. Amazing, amazing oh, they take care the of you? job that they do. And these kids, yes. I just, oh my gosh, just amazing. Mm. Kudos. Jeff, uh, I don't, uh, well, we hope that that doesn't happen. Um, Jeff, what was your weekend like? I'm sorry. What oh, my weekend was wonderful. Somebody tried to break in my house while uh, I was getting it tenant for termites. Yeah. As I was riding up with my dog. Right. And she got out and yeah. handled everything. Yeah. Well, the tent could have handled it. Just tell you that. You yeah. thinking that. One deep breath would have taken you care needed, of it. You, you needed an hour. <laughs> How was Vanetti, Skip? Oh, you know it was off the chain, man. Everybody came out, had a good time, man. We just had fun, man. Good and you work with Danette Lee, one of my favorite people. Absolutely. Uh, I her, Hi, Danette. I love Nanette Nanette Nanette. is doing great. She has her thing. Matter of fact, she ha- she uh, has a brunch that she does at uh, DJ Steakhouse in Dallas. So if you're ever in, on a Sunday, oh, wow. come out. She does a little brunch I don't, that she I don't, does. I don't, go, I don't go with brunch with chicks, man. No. Well, I, see, I well, will. You know, yeah. Jasmine, you'll love it. And Junius, uh, what, is, what was your weekend? I know it was probably grocery shopping, um, cleaning out the oven, Gardening. What he do does smell do? like lemon fresh pledge, but you know. Uh-huh. Yeah, well, you know, my allergies up from all that dusting. But other than that, in all the great sex, I had a great time. <laughs> oh, wow. Other than that. <laughs> you get it's perks for cleaning up. Of, Come on, man. Speaking <laughs> of dusting, what did the little Latin girl do this weekend? What did, you do? what did you have a good weekend? I did. Did you enjoy flights? Yes. Okay. I did. What Thank kind of you. flights did you have? Beer flights. Oh, that ain't. Fl- that's just cups of beer. That's not really a flight. It's glasses. Yes. That makes it a flight. Yeah. What is it? Glasses. And then they give you different kinds. Like, you know. Correct. Yeah. That makes it yeah. a flight. And you know what? They all taste free. So no one cares what you like that. <laughs> no, they're not free. <laughs> they're Happy birthday not to free. DJ Jazzy Jeff. Happy birthday to Ray Rice. Happy birthday to Linda Blair. Happy birthday to Guy Fieri. Happy birthday to Greg Oden. Happy birthday, possibly, of course, to the one and only Sam Cook. Happy birthday, of course, possibly, to Bill Bixby, Bill Bixby Dr. Uh, David Banner on the Hulk. Uh, welcome to the show. Uh, of course, it is uh, it is our first day back. It's Monday. We got 90 seconds of 90s hits with DJ Lucci. I will have a little note from the GED section, plus the jazzy report on the D.L. Hughley show. So, uh, of course, over the weekend, I watched a lot of political shows. I happened to catch Piers Morgan 
on uh, The Breakfast Club. And uh, Charlemagne was grilling him about all the problems he'd had with Trump. And Piers Morgan's reply was always, yeah, but if he hadn't, I agree, but if he hadn't done that, well, I, yeah, I know he attacked the cap, but if he hadn't done that, you know, but before he did that, all right, here's the thing. If my uncle didn't have a penis, he'd be my auntie, but he isn't. Donald Trump did do those things. He talked about war and how, you know, at least we'd be out of war. America has existed uh, uh, for about 248 years in July. And of those 240 years, it only hasn't been at war for 15 years. 95% of the time, America has been fighting with somebody. So very few presidents, if any, have not presided over or participated in a war. We are we are constantly at war. And although uh, his argument was that, uh, you know, Trump didn't 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 have a war. It's interesting that the people who were saying things like Trump, we wouldn't be in wars, got mad when Biden ended one. As a matter of fact, that became his, his slide. That's when his, his approval rate started to slide, when he got out of a war. So don't tell me uh, he avoided a war, uh, he, we, we, we would avoid a war, but then you get mad at somebody who takes you out of one that had run for 20 years and was going to be never-ending. No, he didn't preside over war, but what he did preside over, and people are, are very short-sighted about this, he presided over COVID. And people died because we had a president of the United States at one time that thought the the uh, a, a, a deadly virus could be cured with sunshine and bleach. And he refused to do anything. You could talk about how he didn't preside over war. We would be there wouldn't be a war. OK, the bottom line is more people died in that two year span of covid because of his ineptitude and inaction than have died in every single war that we've ever fought combined. He had a test of leadership. He failed it. And that is why he did not get reelected. And rather than walk away, he decided to try to take matters into his own hands and break the law. So if he hadn't done all those things, maybe we're having a different conversation. But he did. And people are forgetting now about the dire consequences of his inaction. You're forgetting that he refused to do anything about COVID. And people died. People that listened to him died. There are hundreds of thousands of people that would be alive today had this country had leadership. It did not. More people died percentage-wise in this country under his leadership than died in anywhere else. And we're supposed to be the strongest, wealthiest country in the world. So you could talk about war, but when he had a test of leadership, he failed it. And all he had to do was pretend to care. And he would have won. He had to pretend to care. And he did not. So if he hadn't done all those things, maybe things were different. And only wealthy white dudes get the presumption of if. If he hadn't done those things, maybe things would be different. But he did do them. And things got bad because of them. And things are still not recovered. There are restaurants and bars and businesses that will never come back because of that inaction. A president of the United States sat there while the world was in constantly denied. Oh, we only have a few cases. Oh, no, you know, that's not really that bad. Uh, uh, you know, you can't you get rid of it with sunshine and bleach and tried. We had such a fragmented approach. Even now, who started all of this stuff where we didn't have a national uh, we didn't have a national uh, approach to COVID. It was like you, this state would do this and that state would do that. It's like having a non peeing section in a pool. So do not forget what he did when the, when the chips were down. He decided to be selfish and let people die. And he would do that again. If is a, is a big word for such a small man. 
That's a little note from the GED section. It's the D.L. Hughley Show. She's jazz. She's smart. It's the Jazzy Report on the D.L. Hughley Show. Alabama is scheduled to carry out the nation's first execution by nitrogen hypoxia, an alternative How's to lethal injection. How is Alabama going to carry that word? They can't injection. even say the word. <laughs> I know they can't read it. Well, so Kenneth Eugene Smith's execution wow. by lethal injection was abruptly canceled in November after the state could not properly set the IV line of course before can. the warrant and the execution expired. So he requested this. Uh, and of course, death by nitrogen hypoxia deprives the brain and body of oxygen. So basically, you suffocate. Yeah, okay. Here's the thing. They can't even read. How are they going to write it? How are they going to say it? I don't know. We need some hydrochloric. Hydrochloric. Two cc's. That is terrible. Kill them. Well, the fact that they could not set the IV right. Can you imagine? No, I I don't have to imagine. (laughs) I don't have to imagine. I'm not even trying to be funny. They are saying that the CDC says that Alabama, the, 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 uh, health disparities, uh, the the poverty, the uh, educational would put them online with a third world country. Mm-hmm. So they would be Malawi. Mm-hmm. The, uh, the, the, the only thing that's missing from them is Madonna adopting kids. That's Don't all talk that about happens. that. Stop it. <laughs> anyway, listen, turning down uh, the heat in your house could actually improve your health. According to studies on the effect of temperatures on the body, a chilly home could actually cut your chances of developing type 2 diabetes because cooler temperatures aid in controlling blood glucose levels. So get your hands off the thermostat. Yeah, all right. And, and the ding dong, too. And, uh, well, and the, the ding dong got to do with, you know I mean, what, I mean, first of all. Anyway. I wasn't, I, I, that was, I, that wasn't, I, I wasn't even I, a metaphor. I, I was just yeah. telling you. Um, so, is that, are you That's finished? The, after ding dong, what okay. am I going to say? Yeah. <laughs> I got well. nothing. <laughs> well, that uh, I can say on this family-friendly show. All, just, I, all I know, you know, that's debatable. Um, so, Tim Scott, uh, you know. Congratulations. Yeah, he, he got married. Tim Scott wants to be president, well, vice engaged. president. engaged. He's not married yet. He wants to be vice president so bad, he's pretending to like girls. Ain't that <laughs> <so>? <laughs> That's a sacrifice for your ass. Yeah. I'm sacrificing for America. I'll pretend to dig chicks. <laughs> yeah. I got one. He might love her. He might really love no, her. No, he don't really love her. He got down on one knee. Well, he done that a lot. And they got that <laughs> I bet that ain't. I bet that ain't the first time. So uh, it, it, it used to be two knees. Now it's one. So he's cutting back. I see. Oh um, he's a shining joke. Trump shoes. He's a joke. He's a joke. And DeSantis dropped out like he should have before. He should have dropped out. Uh, so apparently, uh, he said, well, "Florida is a place where won't goes to die. And it's also where your campaign goes to die too." <laughs> uh, you, should, you, you, you should take the lifts out the shoes now because you need your back straight. Stop. Stop it. Move your boxes out, Stop baby boy. <laughs> I saw this and this. I just, I, that I was going nowhere with that. I just wanted to say those mean things. And uh, mm-hmm. now that we're out in D.C., it's a pretty good chance he might have heard it. Um, so uh, a lot of people are upset, uh, you know, or, or tend to be upset. They're, they're, they're making this argument that, uh, you know, black actors and comedians and actors in um, performing dressed as women mm. is... Um, Hollywood trying to emasculate men. Do you think it is Hollywood trying to emasculate, uh, uh, bl- you know, black men, or is it those actors making a, a creative choice? 
Um, 877-242-2426. Also, to step on Twitter at D.L. Hughley Radio or on Facebook, The D.L. Hughley Show. And, of course, the website is thedlhughleyshow.com. All right, we're going to begin to your calls directly. It is The D.L. Hughley Show. Life is full of things to manage. Your work, your family, your plans, and your treatment. Consider Kesimpta, Ofatumumab 20-milligram injection. You can take it yourself from the comfort of home. If you're ready for something different, ask your healthcare provider about Kesimpta. And check out the details at kesimpta.com. Brought to you by Novartis Pharmaceuticals Corporation. Welcome back to Dealing Together. First caller? I bought three sweaters to get the fourth free. Oh, you got fleeced. Next caller? I traded my old Samsung at AT AT&T for a new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus and chose my plan. That's not a bad deal. It is not. Our best smartphone deals. Your choice of plan. Learn how to get the new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus with Galaxy AI on us with eligible trade-in. AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Offers vary by device. Subject to change. S24 plus 256 gigabyte offer available for a limited time. Terms and restrictions apply. See att.com slash Samsung for details. Uh, so the question we're asking, I saw uh, uh, Marlon. Yes, he was he was very defensive. Uh, he he played in, uh, of course, White Chicks, which is a huge movie. Classic. Mm-hmm. That's great. What? That was great. Big Mama's House, huge movie. All the Tyler Perry's movie. Tyler, Tyler Perry is a billionaire on, on in a dress. So it isn't the audience that's rejecting him. The people that are mad are people who would make. You know, here's the thing that, that irritates me about people. There are all these people who are trying to be in the industry who get mad at the industry and say, well, I would never, you know, the only reason this person made it or that person made it is because they're willing to do something I wasn't doing. Like, I ain't going to lose my man and I'm not going to do. Now, for me, I wouldn't uh, uh, wear a dress because it's not that big a deal for me acting wise. It was a creative choice I wouldn't want to make. There's never been a role I ever saw that made me feel like I wanted to be an actor so bad I put a dress on. But I, I respect people who do. Do you think it is the industry trying to emasculate people or those individual performers uh, making a creative decision? I, there was a movie called Devil's Advocate. Remember De Niro? Mm-hmm. Was it Al Pacino? Now, I guarantee you that if a black actor played the devil, there would be people who would be mad about that. Because apparently we can only play positive things. <laughs> apparently we can only be good, uplifting things. And that is not even true of any society. But I think we take there, there's an obligate there, there's an onus put on black performers uh, and black you know people who are black creatives to to adhere to a societal uh, limit that they don't have. You should be able to do whatever you can do creatively, or you you spark too creatively. That's that's your onus. You only have as an artist your only obligation is to be true to whatever your perspective is. That's it. Everything else. You know, is is subjective in my estimation. So, do you think that it is Hollywood that is trying to emasculate uh, black men, or is it those actors making a creative choice? We're going to go to our social media platform. Uh, DJ Lucci, what are they saying? Yes, Caitlin from Dallas said, "I think it's the artist's personal choice, and I think certain artists use it as an excuse for you know, like not getting more jobs. Like Brandon T. Jackson says that using the dress affects him, or that's your time, or that's like like." This is the thing. I get tired of people saying, I didn't make it because I didn't do this. Or, I didn't make it because of that. Or, or talk bad about an industry. If you don't want what Hollywood has or you are not willing to do what Hollywood is, is demands, or if, if that's your allegation, then why are you here? Do something else. Nobody has to be there. But but the, to, but the dog people out there made a creative choice that you wouldn't. I think is 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 fraught with a lot of with, with a lot of problems. I think that. Every individual has the right um, to be to interpret the situations the way they choose. The audience has never once rejected one of those things. Big Mama's house got so big they make two of them. Yeah, right. Three, three, three. three. Wow. Right. So, 
She got a daughter. Like, she had a baby. <laughs> well, and Dwayne's, uh, Dwayne Wade's daughter ain't even had that yet. Like, <laughs> that, that baby. <laughs> so, uh, that's that's what I'm saying. And it has not hurt Tyler Perry. It most certainly didn't hurt Tom Hanks. It didn't hurt, like, all these actors. And they're like, well, they don't do that to white people. White actors have done it all the time. What they don't have is the talking heads. The people with blogs saying, um, saying, putting the onus on a societal uh, actor for society's norms or failings. And so the only reason I know the song Make My Way Downtown is because of white chicks. That's the only way I know it. It's one of the funniest scenes, man. man. It, so it was hilarious. So why they got to put on a dress? That's not up to you to decide. That's up to them. But what do you think? Is it a, is it a uh, Hollywood trying to emasculate black men? Or is it those individual actors making a choice, a, a creative choice? 877-242-2426. It's the D.L. Hughley Show. Uh, it is uh, the D.L. Hughley Show, your indictment update. Listen, if you are in, uh, where the hell am I at? Oh, I will be in uh, Virginia Beach at uh, the, Vin- the the Virginia Beach uh, Funny Bone. I will be there this Friday, Saturday, Sunday. So come check me out two Friday, two Saturday, one Sunday. And a big shout out to the people of Seattle. They showed up. It was wonderful. I had a great time. So we're looking forward to coming to Virginia Beach. We were talking about, uh, of course, Marlon Wayne was on um, radio uh, and he was doing an interview or was a po- podcast. And he was defending his creative choice uh, of wearing a dress for white chicks, which uh, was a commercial success. Um, and matter of fact, uh, here's the thing. I don't understand how you could call it a Hollywood trying to emasculate black actors when those men wrote those roles. Well, that's what I was going to say. I was going to say it's so interesting. It's not as if, you know, the the black man wrote this role and then decided to put on a dress. So it was not his creative choice. It was a role that was available that required you to wear a dress. And the thing is, when you go all through no, no. history what in... What, talking about? what are you talking about? You said, we, we were talking about how uh, they... Uh, uh, Marlon wrote right chicks right I'm speaking about just the whole conversation in general and I think it comes from it's so funny to me though you know I've not seen a conversation between white people trying to figure out why Tom Hanks wore a dress in Bosom Buddies I haven't seen this uprising on social media about you know the number of white men which actually outnumbers men in wearing dresses after Tom Hanks wore that dress they left him on an island on Castaway for three four years <laughs> After he so pretended like he didn't have balls, he had to be on an island with one. So He's I'm just so saying. Well <laughs> That's so stupid. But the, the the thing is, I think it is a lot of these people who believe in conspiracy theories because a lot of it, you know, is born from the idea that in order for a black man to be success, successful in Hollywood, this is one of the things that he has to do as part of that cult that they Denzel always talk never about. Wore a dress. Never did. Mm-hmm. Morgan Freeman, I've never, never seen him in a dress. dress. You seen Forrest Whitaker in the dress? But I will say I mean, this. I don't know. Morgan I Freeman has been old ever since I saw him. <laughs> but you can't take that off. It's no, I'm different. just saying. I'm just saying. I've never. They act as if the bottom line is many of those roles that they, that they are saying that Hollywood uh, forced upon them. Uh, this was the devil's bargain they made. Martin wrote it. Wrote Big Mama mm-hmm. and Big Mama's house. He wrote it. Uh, the the Wayans wrote. He wrote uh, the Shanene uh, role too. On, on yeah, he wrote yeah. the Shanene role. Yeah. Jamie wrote that role. Wanda. Wanda. Yeah. Wanda. They wrote yeah. those roles. Eddie, Eddie Murphy. The Eddie Murphy. They, they wrote the. He, they wrote those roles. Flip Wilson. And they been, and, and and don't say anything crazy. Like Eddie Murphy was a huge star before before, before the, he did that. Meet the Clumps and all that stuff came out. It's a silly argument. If they uh, have the wherewithal to to do this for that for and it's their creative outlook, then. 
then the audience will decide whether it's viable or not. Some, not some dude saying he won't do it. So what do you think? Uh, is it uh, Hollywood trying to uh, conspiracy to emasculate black men or is it those particular artists making uh, a creative choice? 877-242-2426. It's the D.L. Hughley Show. Life is full of things to manage. Your work, your family, your plans, and your treatment. Consider Kesimpta, Ofatumumab 20 milligram injection. You can take it yourself from the comfort of home. If you're ready for something different, ask your healthcare provider about Kesimpta. And check out the details at kesimpta.com. Brought to you by Novartis Pharmaceuticals Corporation. Welcome back to Dealing Together. First caller? I bought three sweaters to get the fourth free. Oh, you got fleeced. Next caller? I traded my old Samsung at AT AT&T for a new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus and chose my plan. That's not a bad deal. It is not. Our best smartphone deals. Your choice of plan. Learn how to get the new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus with Galaxy AI on us with eligible trade-in. AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Offers vary by device. Subject to change. S24 plus 256 gigabyte offer available for a limited time. Terms and restrictions apply. See att.com slash Samsung for details. So there are a lot of conspiracies, especially in because Hollywood is not this thing. It's an amorphous. It's people. It's a, everybody. Oh, you know, they try. It's just it's the casting couch. I will say this. No one ever has tried to make me have sex with them for a role. Even mm. brothers, they didn't even have a couch. I had to stand up. It was crazy. <laughs> Like every role, like, and I heard Jamie, I heard uh, uh, Gary Owen said, yeah, I think somebody, no one's ever, I'm at least as sexy as Gary Owen, and no one's ever tried to. I mean. (laughs) And no one's ever gone, hey, you want this? Okay, I'm just happy But it's always these people, you know, they always, they always, these are actors who made choices. Martin was big before Big Mama's House. Yep. Eddie Murphy was big before The Clumps. Um, I think Tyler Perry, that was probably his entree, uh, you know, when uh, my dear, that was his biggest thing. But but to pretend like these people weren't viable actors um, before they put on dresses is insane to me. Yeah, it's insulting. I think like you're making it like. Oh, it's the African. You got to speak into the. It's not a spear. Speak into it. (laughs) (laughs) Put the drum down and talk in the mic. (laughs) (laughs) If you would stop attacking a village, you could listen (laughs) to what we're saying. Do not be afraid. (laughs) What I was saying. No, what I was saying was in regards. It's insulting. You're almost saying that these these actors that have taken first of all takes time to write that script to write makeup on. But to work, to work that material out and spend time with it as comedians do, yeah. but to also perfect that, and then they get up there, spend all that, all these years perfecting that, right. and you come behind them and say that it's that it's somebody made them do that. It's kind of like it's, 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 it's usually the person that says, "Oh, I would never do that." Well, okay, then Don't that's do your it. choice. Don't mm-hmm. do it. But Flip Wilson was here long before we were even really allowed in Hollywood. Mm-hmm. Correct, and did well, and, and did wonderful. Absolutely, he, he was he's wealthy. Died so. You know, I for me it's not my get down, but for a lot of reasons. But I I never begrudge somebody for taking an artistic like I was I started to talk about this earlier. But the Devil's Advocate uh, was played by Al Pacino. If a black man had played the Devil again, there would be all these people that would be upset. Everybody loves Color Purple now. The adaption when it was out, they were talking about we can't have black men looking abusive. I'm I'm willing to say there are black men or two that have been abusive. Or a black man or two that's a pimp, or a black man or two that does. So we're not all of one thing, right? But right. the onus is on entertainment to 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 kind of. But that is true. The thing about us that's unique to us, I think, multiple um, um, demographics of color is that oftentimes the only thing people see is what they see in the media, 
And so a lot of people are nervous that these depictions uh, put them in a, in a certain light and they're embarrassed by that. They don't like that. Yeah. I wonder if, if the Latin community got upset when John Leguizamo put on a dress. Oh, I bet they did. Oh, yeah. They're the, mo- I mean, the most macho. They're the most macho. Well, I don't know what kind of lads we're talking about, but the Mexican <laughs> ones Because it ain't just one kind of, you know what I mean? <laughs> All right. We got to get to your calls in a bit. Do you think that black actors are dressing uh, like girls are dressing in drag? Is Hollywood trying to emasculate black men? Are those individual actors making a creative choice? 877-242-2426. It's the D.L. Hughley Show. Um, so do you think that uh, I saw uh, Marlon Wayne, He's who's my favorite Wayne by far. Um, do you think that uh, he was saying um, there are a lot of people who are mad at, you know, or, or seem to have a gripe with black actors, black male actors playing, uh, dressing in drag. Uh, do you think this is Hollywood? Uh, is it Hollywood trying to emasculate black men or is it those actors making a creative choice? We're going through the phones. I believe it's the artist's choice if they go in and say, okay, either put a, you know, you got to put your dress on in this role to play the role. I wouldn't personally do it. But if you feel comfortable trying to cover up that you're a man in a female role, go for it. But it should be up to the person and it should be basically, you know, it, it should just be a role. It's not Hollywood trying to emasculate the. It's the creative character. If someone comes up with that character and that character happens to wear a dress and they can't find a woman to fit, why not? Like, let people have creative control like they've always been fighting for and let them live their life. And if it's not affecting their pockets, cool. If it's not affecting your life, don't watch it. It's an actor. They're acting. And that's basically it. And they're creative in their acting role. You got to get paid some type of way and you got a job. You want to do it, you do it. You don't want to do it, you don't do it. I think that it is true. I think they do try to demasculate uh, black men. And um, I think they choose to do it because of the money. And I, I think it's, it's pretty sad. Just like the AIDS commercial, you mostly see people of color, but they still tell you, do you, be you. It's just, it's crazy. I mean, we have to wake up as black people. And, and you, you're just tired of seeing it. Uh, Flip Wilson did it in the 60s, and most of those people do that kind of stuff. And I think it's just a form of them playing their thespian role, just doing whatever's necessary to make a buck. Here's the thing. Audiences laugh at them. And continue to pay to go they see them. They laugh at them and continue to pay, pay to laugh at them. Matter of fact, Tyler Perry's movie without Madeir don't do as well as they do when he... When oh, he, not at all. She done went to jail. She done been on house arrest. Mm-hmm. Halloween. Yeah, Halloween. Christmas. Come on now. My dad goes out they, of space. Wait a minute. Yes. <laughs> yes. Right. That's I was next. Like, you ain't seen that's that. That's next. I, yeah. yeah, yeah. I, I, they're casting that right now. Yeah. Um, all the color purple aquas who didn't get paid are going to be in that. It's, um, <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah. color purple wasn't it? I tell you what, they didn't paint them. I said, well, it wasn't color green. I know that. That didn't happen. They're going to have to right. find their own ride to space. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, Hell yeah. Boy. Hell yeah. Is BT making movies? <laughs> All right. Coming up, we got more of your calls right here. It's the Dale Hugo Show. Life is full of things to manage. Your work, your family, your plans, and your treatment. Consider Kesimpta. Ofatumumab 20 milligram injection. You can take it yourself from the comfort of home. If you're ready for something different, ask your healthcare provider about Kesimpta and check out the details at kesimpta.com. 
Brought to you by Novartis Pharmaceuticals Corporation. Welcome back to Dealing Together. First caller? I bought three sweaters to get the fourth free. Oh, you got fleeced. Next caller? I traded my old Samsung at AT&T for a new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus and chose my plan. That's not a bad deal. It is not. Our best smartphone deals. Your choice of plan. Learn how to get the new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus with Galaxy AI on us with eligible trade-in. AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Offers vary by device. Subject to change. S24 plus 256 gigabyte offer available for a limited time. Terms and restrictions apply. See att.com slash Samsung for details. So the question we're asking, do you think that this proliferation, and I don't think it's, I think uh, there have always been people that made these choices, but do you think uh, black male actors playing, uh, dressing in drag is Hollywood forcing, uh, t- uh, trying to emasculate them? Are those individual actors making a creative choice? That is the question we posted. to you. We're going to the phones. So I feel like as an artist, because I've been in the entertainment industry for a long time, I feel like people don't understand what art, what art is. It's just art. If you're dressing like a guy, if you're dressing like a girl, you're just performing. It's just a performance. It's with theater and anything else. You're just performing. And you can always say no. Now, if you don't get in the movie, if you don't get the role, you can still walk away with your dignity. Hey, I believe it is the demasculinization of the of the uh, male, the black male, as well as uh, as well as comics, as well as um, actors. But I believe that a lot of people actually they have dresses on at their own house and they're comfortable in that, and they see that people will uh, assimilate to that. And once somebody assimilates to that, I think that they go ahead and and they they're more attracted to that, and they allow people to you know push their careers in different ways. Um, I just don't think culturally. But I do know this. Uh, there are there have been Jewish comedians I knew that did jokes that the Jewish community didn't like. Right. And and boy, I've seen uh, Muslim comedians do jokes and those communities didn't like. Nigerian, I've seen them do jokes that they, their communities don't like. So it's not just specific to us. It does happen to a lot. To a lot of people, I think for us because we have so many talk, so many people who have access to. You know, to to media outlets or blogs, it becomes a different thing. Like some of these talking heads, uh, it's, it's the emasculation of black man. So it's being stupid. That ain't helping us. Yeah. <laughs> Have any of those roles we discussed with, from these black actors over time that you've seen ever made you feel some kind of way that you might want to? Not, not at all. It never made <laughs> well, me want to. Yeah, get out of here with S- that. Man. Some people play like women. Some people pretend like they're building schools. But whatever it is, I'm just saying this. <laughs> I'm saying what I'm saying is this: whatever you do that you can handle creatively, whatever you do that doesn't tax your psyche, your heart, your mind, it's not it's not an affront to who you are as an individual. I think you should do. Yeah. Well, I think I find it quite interesting that that people can even think that putting on a dress is strong enough to emasculate a man. Thank you. Yeah. Well. Well, I mean, if, and that—if that's all it takes is a dress. Depends on the dress. Well, I, well it, wait a it, it, we're pretty good for Kayla Jenner. She gets dressed, <laughs> <laughs> or did it? Yeah, or did it? No, no. Ah. Well, I tell you what, she put on a dress, and two weeks later, she was Woman of the Year. I know that. Yeah, buddy. <laughs> she hadn't even been abroad a month yet. <laughs> Correct. I think, I think she didn't even have the full thing. She didn't even have the full. Th- she wasn't like Laverne Costa. She tried this. This bra just went to Earl Shive. She didn't even do that. <laughs> So still got some I, of her original parts. Yeah, I don't know man, what's going absolutely, on. Absolutely, I think it loses argument because there's so many white actors who have done it. If, now, if you looked at it and said, "Okay, 
only they're only doing it to black actors. They're only black actors mm-hmm. are playing that role when just as many or more even of white actors have, have done it. So you know, come on, more. For it sure. was a Latin dude. He played on Nick Nicholas Cage had the uh, Con Air, and remember that yep. the, the skinny yep. Latin actors mm-hmm. that dressed in it was in it was. So come on now. Come on, stop it. All right, coming up, we got today's Millennial Minute with the one and only DJ Lucci. It's the L. Hughley Show. Now it is time for today's Millennial Minute with the one and only DJ Lucci. Samia. So we know people post way too much on social media. Where is this? I don't need to hear this from you right now. Just get to the point. Okay, this couple... Uh, well, this dude named Leland Brown Jr. was an idiot. Um, unfortunately, him and his girl are homeless, but he documents, you know, his, his homelessness, but his dumb ass documented that they lived in a storage unit and everybody was like, yo. In Houston, right? Uh, Philly. Philly, okay. Uh, probably shouldn't do that because they'll definitely kick you out. Like, now you're not did. supposed to be yeah, in there. Yeah. And uh, because his videos had never gone that viral before, but obviously this one did, and they got kicked out. Um, He was living there. It's a shame that he had to live in a storage unit while he has a job. Um, But he was living there with his girl to, you know, save up. And his dumbass recorded it and and got caught up. So he's now living in a tent that got snowed in. Yeah. Yeah, I'm yeah. one. Is the hey, fat white girl still living with him in the tent? Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. With her what? face when he was recording was like, bruh, like what? I are know you he doing? warm. He's got a chubby, chubby uh, white bro. But also, he, he some warm. people have accused it, him of not really being homeless. Um, well, uh, we'll know. know. We'll know when I'm in playing Philly and I drive by a tent. <laughs> Let's see. You know, it's, I'll it do is, some investigative report. It is unfortunate in this country that even if you have a job, you know, a lot, you, a lot of people do. Uh, Especially out here, you people have still have jobs and they're living on the street. So you know, look, look at look at all fifteen governors voted against giving people uh, food for summer. Yeah, so I mean, stupid. you got to really be careful. I, like this this thing, well, except for the grace of God, there go I. Like only time I'm like if you're a white dude and I see I, I will still give you money, but I will I will go. What a waste of whiteness! Like that is that is <laughs> that really is a waste of whiteness. You should put it on eBay. Gently use whiteness. Like you, oh, come on. At now. least Facebook Marketplace. Come, come on. on, something now. I barely use this. <laughs> but yeah, don't. If this you're, still has the tags on it. Note to self: you're, if you're living in a storage unit, don't post it on TikTok. Yeah, just yeah. just live yeah. your best. Absolutely. And this Absolutely. has been your Millennial Minute with Isami. Man, you're coming through with the great advice, baby girl. I'm telling you, you are so sage and Thanks, wise. Man, you know. All right, coming up, we got uh, Chris Spencer. <laughs> Actor, comedian, and director Chris Spencer. It is the D.L. Hughley Show. It is uh, the D.L. Hughley Show. Your uh, So in case you are in Virginia Beach, I'm going to be there this Friday, Saturday, Sunday at the Virginia Beach Funny Brown. So Chris, uh, uh, Dave Chappelle spoke out against... Uh, he did. Oh, are you going to do that later? Of course I will. Okay, was. well then I won't you do it right now. You try to run through everything. No, no, I'm, I'm, I, no, I'm, I'm, just, I'm just trying to do a show, baby. I promise. I'm okay, I wouldn't know anything about that. I'm you sorry. Could, um, no, I'm, I'm just trying to do it. I mean, you know, you know. <laughs> all the it's holiday Monday. New Year stuff Monday. is over, isn't it? <laughs> all the goodwill and cheer, just, all that's over. Well, <laughs> well, ADC and Houston, welcome to the Bobby and Whitney of yes, Radio. There you go. <laughs> man, uh, can't forget Buffalo too. Man. Let go. me just say that I, I love Shannon Sharp. I've always liked him. Was my favorite tight end, but Shannon's messy as hell right now. Yeah. The, the Shea Club, Shea said, he is Wendy Williams with a weight set. <laughs> like that's, I'm not even playing. He's Wendy Williams with pecs. <laughs> like, I hate, this is me, I hate to see dudes sitting around talking about, God, I just can't stand it. I can't, I just can't take it. 
and it's it, it devolved. They used to talk about sports and all kind of stuff. Now, I guess you hit a high number, you get fifty two million, you're gonna keep doing what works. Yeah. And uh, and it's funny because Chad Ojo Singer, who's on his other uh, uh, podcast, Nightcap, yeah. is one of the was a great wide receiver. But it, toward the end of his career, he got involved with reality TV, and I think it blunted mm-hmm. his. Uh, and and Shannon actually now is more famous for th- that arena, even though he was one of the greatest that played his position. And I think people get addicted to it. I really do. I think I think it's a little weird to have people going on there and talking about beefs from years ago, which comedians have always done. We've always every I've been in comedy thirty five years. I can I can't tell you the number of people that have had these kinds of beefs. But now to set them, you know, to just to have that be your cottage industry is a little. I, I could I would never go on on the show, but I don't begrudge anybody from doing what they do. But Wendy Williams, it, the spirit of Wendy Williams, just got a weight set. I'm telling you, he's he, he's he, he's Wendy he's Wendy Williams with battle ropes, Jack. This dude, I'm telling you, this dude, and he just wait. Did you see they did him on Saturday Night Live? Didn't yeah, you? Yes, yes. They didn't give him a muscle dude. <laughs> yeah, but 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 the, the over the big if if a if a person was doing that they would be the big eyes and all that kind of stuff. That's a lot. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Coming up this hour, we're gonna be talking to comedian, director, and actor uh, Chris Spencer. Plus, Sybil Wilkes will give us what we what we need to know on the DL Hughley show. All right. Joining me on the uh, on our program is a a gentleman who's a very good friend of mine, a great director, great writer, great comedian. Uh, and a trouble starter. I'm just saying. Uh, please put your hands together. <laughs> please put your hands together for Chris Spencer. What's happening, baby boy? Hey man, I'm just trying to make a dollar out of 15 cents. Yeah, 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 yeah. That well, that that would that would be appropriate. How you doing, man? I I heard the special you shot was great. Yeah, man. You know, I got listen. Not to call you my forefather. Because you're only a year wow. older than me. I'm two years older than you, Chris. I'm two years older than you. So, yeah, yeah, but I, I have a great group of people to look up to and to make sure that my things are, you know, my, you, you're, a, you're a writer, you know what I mean? And I like, I'm a yeah. writer. And there's a lot of comedy specials that aren't special. And I'm looking yeah. at somebody. Who, like, who do you think, okay. who do you think, what comedy specials would you say aren't special? A lot of these foreign people on Netflix, it's like... No, no, we ain't talking about foreign accent, people. We don't know them no way. If you have a bad accent, <laughs> we don't know that. funny teeth. If you have a bad accent and some funny teeth, they'll give you a Netflix special. <laughs> right, because, well, that, well, but here's the thing. I think that people sometimes want something just because they think it's something, it's a cachet, and then aren't ready yeah. to do it. They're not yeah. ready to do it at all. No, like, But no, one I, thing I I'll say about sure you... Yeah, of I course. made sure I was ready. Because I had offers before, and I was like, eh, I'm not... You know, you have to have put the reps in. There's a lot of people who right. are like, you know what, I'm gonna do a special. Let me go do ten dates real quick and then go shoot a special. Right. That right. don't make a special. Right. Um, but it's funny because I I've known you a long. You've directed. You've written a lot. You've uh, you've directed a lot of specials. You've been involved. Co-written a lot of specials. I, I didn't ever think. And we talk. We have the thread. We talk all the time. Uh, yeah. But I didn't think that it was something you were interested in. And then all of a sudden. Um, you do a you you was talking about doing it, and then after you've done it, I've, I've heard nothing but great things about it. But it it did seem like that was something that wasn't in your wheelhouse. That you something you just weren't that interested. Well, in. yeah. Well, I, I shot a half hour before, and but I was never content. Right? I was never content that when people talked about me, comedian wasn't first. No. I love no. that I host. I love that I write. I love right. that I direct. I love that I produce. Right. But if we were in high school, 
and I walk into a room, and Kenya and Shonda Rhimes are at one table, and Tim Story and Gina Bythewood and Malcolm Lee at another table, and you, Cedric, and Kevin are at another table. Where do you think I'm going? <laughs> yeah. 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 What you're going to do is wait till your forefathers eat lunch and then go come back. That's what you're going to do. Get a blessing. Have you signed the Declaration of Independence and then I'm going to go? Damn. <laughs> <laughs> but I love Was it hard? <laughs> Were you challenged? Was it challenging? Oh, yeah. I mean, listen, I got Wesley Snipes, first of all. That was intimidating to direct him. Um, because he's Wesley Snipes, you know what I mean? Right. And I found right. myself directing around him. Like, I was right. kind of like, you know, we he's not scary, but it's still, you know, that's Blade. Right. That's, that that wasn't Nino Brown. He was Nino Brown. Nino Brown, yes. So I found yeah. myself going, uh, Wesley, um... I'm, you know what? Forget it, Faison, uh, stand over here so Wesley can see. Right, 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 <laughs> right, 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 right. Somebody said yeah. the IRS is on set. Oh no! Hang on. <laughs> <laughs> but the movie has an all-star cast. I got Tiffany Haddish, Wesley Snipes, of course. Gary Owen is brilliant in this. Faison, yeah. you already know, doesn't miss. Uh, JB Smooth, Jesus Christ, unbelievable. And Bill Bellamy is. You're gonna see Bill Bellamy uh, do sh- way better than he did in Players Club. Ah, well, it can't be. Well, it can't be worse. It can't be worse. Let's stop it. Stop it. I'm, I'm glad, man. I'm, I'm glad that you, because all, all those people, I, I really love a lot. I'm just, I wonder why I didn't get an invite, invitation. But you know what? You're on my radio show now, and I won't let that hold against you. I want your project to do really well. I mean, it's weird that you would do one weekend. He said, my whole month of shooting was a pay cut from one week in the woods. And you asked me, can you have a dressing room for your two Akitas? And I said, no. <laughs> Wait a minute. It's, it's one Akita. <laughs> and he does He's need so two. Big. Uh, Chris right. Spencer, check <laughs> check out his new uh, movie. What's the, name, what's the name of the movie again? One more time. Back Chris. on the Strip. Go big Back on the Strip. There it, is. there it is. And it's Bill Bellamy's in it. We'll see. Let's see. Let me see. Um, so uh, back on the strip. All right, Chris Spencer, man. Thank you. See you soon. Good luck, baby. Love you. The DL Hughley Show. Fast, funny, and one hell of a ride. Now it's time for what you need to know with Sybil Wilkes. Uh, just clear, check clear. Clear. Sure. You promise. Promise. All right, go on, Sybil. Tell them. <laughs> It's Sybil Wilkes with What You Need to Know. Florida Governor Ron DeSantis has dropped out of the race for the White House and endorsed former President Trump. DeSantis made it official Sunday with a video posted on social media. DeSantis was considered a front runner early on, but finished a distant second in the Iowa caucus and was polling in single digits ahead of Tuesday's New Hampshire primary. It's still not clear if former President Trump will testify in his defamation damages trial for things he said and posted about writer E. Jean Carroll. The trial resumes Monday in Manhattan, where a jury will decide how much Trump owes to Carol, whom he defamed repeatedly after he was held liable for sexually abusing her in a department store dressing room in the 1990s. The conference championship games have been set in the NFL playoffs following an epic weekend in divisional round football. Championship Sunday next weekend will feature San Francisco hosting Detroit and Kansas City visiting Baltimore. I'm Sybil Wilkes. Be informed. Be empowered. 
We pay to play here, Jay. Yes, indeed. <laughs> I mean, but you I better not say that. That's a federal. Yeah. It ain't music, baby. It's music to our ears. Moving on. It is the D.L. Hughley Show, your indictment update. In case you are in Virginia Beach, Virginia, I will be there this Friday, Saturday, and Sunday at the Virginia Beach Funny Bone. Our condolences go out to the King family, Dexter King, 62-year-old, the good one. The good one. Yeah. It's always the good ones, man. You always say it that. It is always the good one. I'm going to tell you what. Michael he's not the Wynn, one who tried to save the Bible, sell the Bible, is he? Like all the good ones. Like Michael, when so. you know she was, she would rather it have been Randy or somebody. You know, like she did. <laughs> <laughs> now, you know, I mean, if if if, if, if it's going to be a king to go, it should be the fat one to sell to try to sell the <laughs> to try to sell the Bible. Not, not the good one. That's terrible. No, I'm just it's trying sad, to say. Though. So condolences. The to good die young. That's they Indeed. say, man. But condolences to him. Um, why do you think Color Purple is not doing well? I really and, and don't. we don't have to nuance it because it isn't doing well. I, I have no idea. I just think people are not interested. The demographic that it is targeted towards are not interested yeah. at all. Period. I just don't know how you uh, how you put incest to a great soundtrack. I just don't get it. It can be done. Yeah, I mean, it I can know. be done. Yeah. yeah. I've before. never seen it. I'm waiting for Amistad on ice. I swear to God, that's what I mean. I think it's just. I, first off, the story was great the first time I saw it. I, I thought Absolutely. that any adaptation would have been crazy. But that's but what then, I'm saying. If, if if the older generation, such as us, yeah, the first one that we saw, we loved so much, we had no interest right. really in the second one, and then the younger audience has no interest because of its content or just you know they're yeah. into other things. It's brutal. It's Who's your brutal, audience? I read the book. I saw the movie, then read the book. Mm-hmm. It doesn't get beautiful to the last three pages. Is this one as brutal as the first one? I don't. I've never. I didn't see it because I already. You know. I think to me, it's such a. I didn't know how because I remember doing commercials for it and the soundtrack by who cares? Who cares about? You can't write a Diddy so neat that you forgot your father raped. That's weird. I mean, people love the soundtrack. Yeah, That's doing yeah, really well. Okay. So apparently, you okay. can. Not the movie though. Yeah, yeah the movies don't well. But also but I, songs don't go with it. The songs this, are just, I was just great. It's just they weird. Do. All the, the hot songs younger. don't. <laughs> it's a little weird. But, <laughs> yeah. yeah. You can tell the difference. Risk it. I don't think that goes. Oh, yeah. Risk it all. Yeah. Nothing but death can keep me from it. Risk it all. What? That's not going to go together. Um, and people get like people get mad, but ultimately the the audience is deciding what it looks like. Yeah, the I think it's a darker it like. element to it too. That maybe I don't feel like talking about. So that's what I'm saying. Enough. This one is darker. This one is not as dark. No, 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 no. I'm not talking so. about that. I don't think I'm so. thinking about what I'm what I'm alluding to is this had the Oprah stamp on it, and they were counting yeah. on Oprah's audience to come out in in droves. And yeah. but if we know if we honest. Her audience is white people. And now that we're in an era where they're banning books, and that's one of the books that's banned, I don't think she you know got what it is? support. I, I haven't, and let's be clear, I, 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 did, I think Oprah's been spectacular for the culture and women, black women in general, but her movie choices, I ain't trusted her on movies since Beloved. Let me just tell you that. That's been, <laughs> <laughs> oh, you got a point there. <laughs> Touch me on the inside part. I'm like, that's it. I gotta go. That's it. That's it. Just tell me your ten favorite things. I can't watch this no more. Now here's the military man Jamal Kingsley returning to expose racism hidden in our everyday lives. Hello, my brothers and sisters. This is Jamal Kingsley, the military man, here to expose racism hidden in our everyday lives. I went bowling the other day. Yeah, it's been a while. 
Why is it? The bowling balls at the new bowling alleys come in all different colors. I saw blue balls, pause, orange balls, pink balls, green balls, but I could not find any black balls. Hmm. Every chance they get, they do everything they can to eliminate the black. Think about it, my brother. Oh, and winter time has kicked in. Why is it? Everybody tells you to look out for the black ice. Oh, they cause accidents. They make you wreck your car. Look out for the black ice. What? White ice isn't slippery. White ice can't make you wreck. All you want to do is focus on the black ice. I guess it's only black causing trouble, huh? Think about it, my brother. And why is it? The movie Black Adam made damn near $400 million. But people say it was a flop, a failure. Hmm. I guess no matter how much you do, it's never enough when you're black. If the movie had been called White Adam, it would have won a Golden Globe Award. Just like those other white movies we never heard of. Think about it, my brother. This has been Jamal Kingsley, the militant man. And until next time, stay woke. And think about it, my brother. Jazz man. What man? Tell these good people what is trending. Well, we talked about it a little bit already, and that is the whole Dave Chappelle, Cat Williams, and of course the SNL skit. Uh, But people are um, sharing the video of Dave Chappelle, I guess, kind of addressing what Cat said. And you could tell he was basically like, you know, he was upset that Cat called out a lot of the black people in the, you know, in the community in, in terms of the comedy world, but didn't talk about any of the white people. And he was like, none of these white boys function like that. You know, Cat is one of the best painters in the game. You know, so why are you drawing? ugly pictures of us and basically asking him you know to stop hurting us and saying bad things like this yeah and you know what's unusual Dave uh, usually never makes everybody put cameras up you can't well you could tell by the way someone did it you're familiar with this somebody's (laughs) recording when they shouldn't be yeah and he usually (laughs) things that we shouldn't see for his shows you gotta put it in a bag you can't just walk in but but he he dropped by uh, Monday uh, D-Ray's show at the Improv on Hollywood. So he dropped by. It wasn't his show. Yeah. So that's why he was able to do it. But I do think that there is a spirit of covetousness that is that I just notice in general right now. Because I think that the reason Cat's uh, diatribe and his interview did so well is because there are a lot of people who feel like they have been wronged by people or they would be further along. Now, not just in the entertainment world. I'm talking about the job and the relationship that somebody did something to them and that's why. And they, it's, it's a vantage point they, they, can, they can understand and even agree with. And I think uh, I've never been... Like I never am concerned about what somebody else has that I like. I'm I'm blessed to do what I do. I love to do what I do, and I think rather than call people names, because some of the things that you hear are people just regurgitating what it is that they've heard. And I know all those men very well. And it may the thing that makes me the the thing that I come away with it just makes me sad. For the industry, it makes me sad. For those individuals, it makes me sad. Uh, for the young entertainers watching, it's just, just it, it, to me, it wasn't the glorious moment that, that the social media made it out to. Well, I don't know if they made it glorious as much as they love messy things. Did they do? And of course, hey, nothing spreads it. faster and better than bad news Man, and messy me news. That's what that something. is. And uh, also trending. It's Western the Union, Jack. That's what it is. <laughs> the um, Usher Vogue cover. 
caused a lot of stir on social media. People wondering why in the world, if they were going to put Usher on the cover of Vogue, would they couple him with a bunch of kids that were from, I think, like a football ca- football team and a white lady, like a model or something. Because they got rid of was. Sports Illustrated. They had to put <laughs> the model somewhere. <laughs> 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 We done paid these models. Put them on. Put them on. Very upset because they felt he deserved to be on the cover alone, just because. First of all, they don't own that magazine. They don't. They can do whatever. And they they can put. And we saw that back in 2008. Remember they put LeBron James on there, and you know, with Giselle, and people were calling him like. but if King I own a magazine, Kong. I put mm-hmm. O O put herself on her cover every time. She sure did. It was her magazine, but it was also called O. Yeah, called O magazine. Well, Vogue is. I tell you what, Sports Illustrated had them actors that was just laying around. The yeah. ones that mm-hmm. Tim Scott didn't didn't inca- didn't, didn't uh, propose to. <laughs> Those actresses needed somewhere to be. Anyway, that's what's trending. <laughs> the casting call for Tim Scott's uh, girlfriend had to be. That's a, what's amazing. trending. <laughs> Coming up. They have this image of black men always desiring white women. It's way opposite of that. <laughs> You're safe, but don't let your brother come by. Um, <laughs> touch me on the inside bar. Oh on the DL. <laughs> so. All right, that's going to do it for us, ladies and gentlemen. It is the D.O. Hughley Show. Uh, Indictment update. Uh, thank you for tuning in. Uh, remember that if you're in Virginia Beach, Virginia, I'm going to be there this Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Two Friday, two Saturday, and one Sunday. Come check me out. Um, touch me on the inside part. Um, oh, my God. Uh, what do you learn? <laughs> so we were mad, you know. The, touch me on the inside part. Oh, God. The whole thing with Sound Reese Sound like you're Reese at your proctologist appointment, but go ahead. <laughs> yeah. Over yeah. the weekend with Reese Witherspoon making a drink out of the snow that was on the ground. People yeah. were said it was too dangerous. You shouldn't be eating the snow. Turns out snow is not dangerous. They say you can eat it as long as it is the top layer that is fluffy and white and furthest from the ground. Yeah. <laughs> Let me tell you, but stay away from yellow snow. Yeah, stay away <laughs> Yeah, whatever you do. <laughs> this is a, an, an, an ammonia slushy. Is what it is. <laughs> it's got grit in it. <laughs> this tastes like asparagus. <laughs> you can have mine. Uh, <laughs> skip my man Cheatham. What did you learn today, baby? Uh, I want to say uh, welcome and uh, condolences to, to some of our new affiliates. Uh, Buffalo and Houston out of the playoffs. Also too. They took yeah. to God. Uh, took a hell. Yeah, but that man but but did great, man. Oh no, great. Uh, yeah, yeah. And, both of them. And the kicker, uh oh. let me just say that he said I just want it's, it's on me. Yes, it's on you, you idiot. You lo- you yeah, you lost the game. Oh, no, did. I mean, yeah, I think they were going to lose. Yeah, you did. I, the bad thing. They were going to lose anyway. Yeah, they bad. That would have just tied it and they weren't stopping uh Mahomes right there. With He's two minutes I, left. Yeah. Yeah, I with just two minutes think left, this, he's going, hey man, come on. I think Baltimore, I, they're on fire, Ooh. but I would be scared of playing that Mahomes and Andy Reid. They are a pretty oh, devastating conversation. Yeah. I'm, I, I'm, I don't bet so against I'm Mahomes not, under any circumstance. You're going to you have to beat him. I just, mm-hmm. hey, man. No. <laughs> he, he, his... His father smokes black and miles for real, <laughs> and say Joe Burrow. Man, you can't, you can't. Shouting out it's to our, our Baltimore affiliate, though. Yes, man. It's Shouting out, y'all yeah. doing your thing. And while but we shout out, what? if you don't mind, because uh, I missed it at the top of the show, I just want to say happy birthday to my best friend and life partner, La Monica, one of my favorite lives. Uh, oh. Happy birthday, dear. To his wife. I'd see oh, you, bro. Okay. All right. Life partner. Wait a minute. Dude, that's something. <laughs> that sounds like. is my life partner. That sounds like okay, something. Okay, June. Something you know, Tim I, Scott would I, say. I love you, June. Yeah. I love you, June. But you always bring a little more estrogen. We don't need all that. We got enough from Jasmine. <laughs> oh, you oh, Jesus. Oh, you, you sprinkle a little. Ain't going to hurt nobody. Sprinkle a little bit. I didn't cry. You usually cry on yours. Oh! 
how deep she be over there. <laughs> I believe it. Yeah. I believe Queen Latifah said the best go, who you calling a b-? <laughs> Mike all wet and stuff. Yeah, man. Yes, indeed. I just love my wife. Hey, happy birthday, baby. <laughs> Coming up on the next Dale Hughley show, sometimes people get really upset with the things I say, so we're going to give them an opportunity to vent with our segment called... One more time. F you, Dale Plus, we're going to honor someone's benevolence as the human being of the week. It's the Dale Hughley show. We will definitely see you on the other side. Kyle, my favorite short bus operator, Paul Esther, we got to go. Tow, tow. That was an inspired toot toot. It's the DL Hughley <laughs> Show. See you on the other side. <laughs>